Shelly. Hi, Pamela. I'm excited to see where we're going today. Oh, we're going on another adventure. It's going to be fun. And before we do, just want to remind everyone, if you are enjoying the podcast, please rate, review us, help us spread the word, share it, talk to people, do yes. whatever you can to help us out. Please. Subscribe, would... subscribe, subscribe. Yes, please, please. <laughs> we appreciate all the help we can get. Exactly. In today's episode, call it funny money, <laughs> this case is, it was pretty crazy. I get a call from Jack. He says he's got a new client, federal case. Federal cases are always very serious. We're talking about pretty serious time. Our client was facing 15 years in prison. 15 to 20, actually, because there were a couple counts. And so they had him in jail pending trial. And and Jack said, hey, could you go find out what the deal is with this guy? His name's Chad. And I schedule it. I go up to the jail, which is kind of funny because when Jack gave me this case, it was like afternoon Friday. And he wanted me to get as much information as I could by Monday because we were going to have a pretrial conference on Monday. And so I hurried and called the jail to schedule a professional visit. This just always, it just made me laugh. So I called them and and all the professional visits were booked up, which meant the only kind of visit I could have would be like where they listen to the phone calls, listen to our conversation. So when you say booked up, you mean there's not a room for you? Like an office that you can't? Okay. Yeah. they're, They're like, they have like a couple professional rooms that they use for professional Uh visits with attorneys or investigators, and they had already been scheduled. So I call and try to schedule it, and they're like, oh, like, you're way too late. And I said, okay. And this was in Davis County, which is just north of Salt Lake County. And in Salt Lake County, I can go see my client Saturday, Sunday, and any day. They always will get me in for a professional visit. So I said, can I come in tomorrow. I'll come work on Saturday. Like, I really need to interview this guy and find out what's going on. And they said, oh, well, there's no one here. And I was like, what? What do you mean there's no one one there (laughs) in jail? Like your jail is empty? Yeah. Yeah, And they said, well, no, no, no. Like, of course, the the inmates are there, are here, but we don't have guards and everything to have to help you. And I just started laughing. I said, what do you guys do? Just take a loaf of bread and just throw it in there at them and say, "Yeah, here you go. Good luck. We'll see you Monday. Here's a, yeah, <laughs> like, here's a cup what? of water. Like, yeah, what, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> and the, the woman from the jail started laughing so hard. She said, yeah, I guess that sounds really funny. I said, you know, I know you always have guards there if you just don't want to have us there, that's okay. Just And she said, uh-huh. yeah, they just don't want to do professional visits. Okay, so I had to delay that and not wait, get Jack. Wait, wait. Okay, so I have a question about that. Okay. If we're doing professional visits and it's the right of the person that's in jail because obviously they still have rights. Yes. Because they are innocent until proven guilty. How can they not allow meeting with your investigator or your attorney how can they just say "Mm, sorry how does that work what doesn't that violate their rights they really they really can't do that you're absolutely right okay and i could raise a big fuss about it and let them know look i work for jack and jack is a total badass about stuff and he's gonna come after you guys i could have done that and i did actually think about playing that card 
because okay. I knew Jack was going to be unhappy when I told him on Monday that, that they wouldn't let me in. Everyone was home flossing. Yes. You know, and like washing their hair and stuff yeah. to get ready yeah. for uh-huh. Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so I thought about playing that card, but I have to go to that jail so often that right. I know the women that work there. I know at the sure. front desk, I know some of the guards and uh-huh. it's just, I usually try to be kind first instead of whacking no, over the yes. head. And I appreciate that about you, and I I think that's very nice. I just am surprised that legally, yeah, not you pushing, just legally that they could do that and not allow too. an inmate or a person in jail to not see to their counsel. Yeah. To their, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I did push. I can't remember if I told you about the time I got kicked out of the Salt Lake County Jail. <laughs> no. <laughs> Is that another story? <laughs> yeah, I pushed I pushed on that one, which is maybe why uh, I don't push so much. Yeah. <laughs> I might be the only person we know that instead of getting thrown into jail, I got thrown out of jail. <laughs> right, that in your diary. Yeah. Or your journal. Oh my or whatever gosh. people like, keep. Yeah, oh like gosh, I was checking I, I was checking into the jail and I had this really cute gold belt on that had all it was just cute. You know, how girls, we do stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. we're styling. Yeah, in the Salt Lake County Jail, you have to check, like, your coat or jacket, which you often have in Utah. Sure. And so I'll just take, like, my notebook and some pens and the discovery, whatever I take in. So I have that ready to go in. I put my stuff in the locker, and I come back to go through, like, the metal detector to make sure I'm not carrying a gun mm-hmm. and going to shoot mm-hmm. everyone in there. And the guard sees my belt, and he just he took offense at my belt. I mean, it was a really cute belt. It wasn't like it had bullets or something on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was just like cute gold rings, like whatever. Yeah. And it was mostly for decoration, but not to hold sure. my pants up. It's a yeah, it's yeah. a fashion thing. Just, yeah, uh-huh. and exactly. Apparently, he didn't understand fashion, and he just, <laughs> he was like, "Oh, you're gonna have to take that belt off." And I laughed because I thought that's silly, and because I hate stupid rules. And I was like, "Right, really?" And he, I said, "You're kidding, right?" And he's like, "No, I am serious." And there were like all these people waiting behind me waiting to get through their security so they can go see family members in regular sure. visits. And I said, oh, man, are you serious? Like, come on. I'm like, this is a professional visit, and it's not even a contact visit. It's It was uh-huh. a through-the-glass visit. So what am I going to do? Like, I mean, it was just so ridiculous. Right. And he got so mad. And I said, okay. And I turned to go put my, my belt in the locker to take my belt off. And he said, he's like... That's it. You're out of here. And I was like, "Wait, what?" Wait. Uh, Are <laughs> like, okay. And then I realized, oh, there's one of those situations, like a parking lot attendant or a guard yeah. that, set, like, they've never been in charge of anything before. All of a sudden, they're in charge of something, and you're gonna know yeah. it. And so yes. I realized he has all the power. I need to stop being a smart aleck. And so uh-huh. I was like, I am sorry. You're absolutely right. You asked me to take the belt off. Let me just hurry and get it off, and I'll hurry and get in there. And and he said, nope, you're done. And I was like, no, 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 I am, I'm sorry. I will take the belt off. Please, like, forgive me. I shouldn't have said anything. I should have just 
listen to you. And all the while, like, all these people are in line watching, like, oh, yes. like, she's in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> like, and and the guy's like, nope, I'm not letting you in. And I was really nice. Like, I my philosophy is usually be nice, be nice, be nice. And then. And then Kill him with th- kindness. Yeah. yeah. And so I, then I was like, okay, look, I've been really nice about this, but let me tell you what. I work for Jack, and everyone in the state knows who that guy is. And I said, look, we have a hearing tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock, and my job is to come here and find out everything. I've got to go through this discovery with our client before the prelim in the morning. And if I don't do that, heads are going to roll. And mine will be first, but yours will be second. And I promise you, you will regret it. Like, please do not do do this. Let me help you. Like, this mm-hmm. guy, is he's got some power. Do not, let's, let's not chance. make him mad. Yeah. Yes. And, uh-huh. and he's like, I don't care what you say. You get your stuff and you get out. You're not going in. And I'm, okay. So I went and grabbed my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I have to pack my bag and I'm yes. getting out. Oh, Oh. <laughs> So I drive home, and the whole way that I'm driving home, I'd be driving along, and I'm scared about seeing Jack in the morning to tell him I didn't get into the jail to talk to our guy. But then I would just bust up laughing, because I was like, oh my gosh, I just got kicked out of jail. Out of the jail. Like, like, everyone else gets thrown into jail. Yes. And and it was over a cute belt. Yes. It wasn't an ugly belt. It wasn't an ugly belt. belt. Like... (laughs) And and so the next word, I did have to tell Jack what was up, and he was, oh my gosh, livid. Oh, he saw, didn't he? He didn't see any humor, huh, over the belt? He he did (laughs) not find any humor at all. And I didn't ask the Jill what happened, but I will tell you, I never saw that guy again. Uh Uh-huh. And and there was a part of me that kind of wanted to see him, like, carrying garbage or doing something. (laughs) So that I could say, like, dude, dude, I tried to help you. I dropped his name. I I wasn't kidding. (laughs) I walk with a limp now, and you're collecting garbage. So Yes. Yes, exactly. exactly. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, anyway. So, I... For... For that re like I try I really do try to get along with, with the jailers and the people sure. that I work with. And so I didn't make a huge fuss. I, I got a little little mad and pushed a little bit, but I realized I was gonna have to have like yeah. a subpoena for these guys to do anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it it wasn't worth it because all it was was a little pre trial thing. It wasn't Perfect. as big of a deal as that the one I just told you about with the prelim. So Anyway, so I had to change the schedule, so I go in there on Monday to see him, and they bring they bring Chad out to me. What's really funny is when I meet my clients, it's so, I'm fascinated by human nature uh-huh. and the emotions that people, like, sometimes, like, they've never been in trouble before, and they're right. just humble and crying, uh-huh. and sometimes... Sometimes they're really cocky. That's usually like a drug dealer. Like, oh, I like I'm gonna get out of here. I don't even know. Yeah, you don't know who I am, (laughs) right? Or like the 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 murderers are in like some dark. Like, there's always it's fascinating to me to see what kind of energy the person has around them. Yeah, and they bring Chad to me. Chad was about thirty years old. Had you ever met him before? I had not met him before. 
and he was a nice looking young guy and he was he was the funniest guy I have ever dealt with. He really? just made me laugh. His perspective on what gel is like and he'd been in and out of jail a bunch of times because he has had a drug problem. Okay. And so he'd been in and out of jail, but it was like he just rolled with it like it's okay, like, whatever we got to deal with, we'll deal with it. Really? Like, yeah, it was so, and I thought, maybe he doesn't understand what's going on. So I started going through <laughs> his stuff, and, and I said, look, you're facing two counts in federal court, and you're looking at 15 to 20 years. Tell me, how did you get here? Which is, as you know, my right. standard question, because mm-hmm. then I'd get the whole story. And <laughs> he starts telling me this story. He said, look, I'm just going to be totally honest with you. And that's the other thing I really appreciated about him. I do believe he was absolutely completely honest with me. And he said, I've had a drug problem, so I've been in and out of jail. This is not my first time. And what I know about drugs is people that use drugs are usually going to commit some kind of a crime. Either they are going to steal someone's pills out of their friend's house or someone's house they Mm -hmm. don't, or they're going to steal their family's money, they're going to hawk something, they're going to pawn something, uh, someone they know and love. Because the problem with drugs is it starts taking over your soul, takes over your life, and you can't function the same, so they don't work. Like, even if they did work when they started using drugs, they're not going to be able to maintain a job for very long. And their conscience. They have no conscience because it's drug driven by drugs, right? Yes. So their their personalities change and they all become like, they're so desperate to get that drug. So they're always, they end up committing a crime. And Chad started explaining that his crime was, (laughs) he started counterfeiting money. Really? Yeah. He he, made it. He actually would make it. He would actually make money. And he said it was going to be. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Huh. I said, well, how long did you make been it doing on a this? cricket or something? No, just kidding. <laughs> right. Well, and I, no, I was fascinated. Yeah. I was oh, fascinated. Like, how did you do this? Where did yeah. you get the inks? And how did you know which ink and how? And, and, and the press and the. Yeah. yeah. And, and what he, he said he had just a printer that he bought, like, at Staples and bond paper. It had to be bond so it was, like, thicker. And yeah. then. Mm-hmm. And then he figured out which ink that he needed to use for that. And when he needed money, he'd just print some money. He was careful not to print hundreds because, as you know, they've, they check pe- They really check hundreds. Mm-hmm. But 20s, man, there's so many 20s that pass, they don't pay attention to those. So he decided, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make 20s and 10s. And so he, oh, started, okay. he would print those, and he said he was actually really good at it. And it was going well, and I I laughed and said, well, <laughs> I'm not sure how good you were at it because you got caught. And he said, right, you're well, in jail. and he laughed. He's like, yeah, really good point. That's a very good point. But it wasn't my mistake. So let me tell you what happened. He said, what I'd do is I'd print money, and I would share with my friends, too. And then we would so go. Thoughtful. <laughs> I know. Really, yeah. He's a generous guy also. Yes. yes. Okay. So he said, then we would go to the convenience store, which was like half a block away, and buy something to cash the the counterfeit sure. money to get real money. Sure. And it worked really well for him. And I said, so how did you get caught? What happened? Well, 
he was out on some kind of drug run, something. He wasn't home, hadn't been home for a long time. And his friends came by, and they needed some money. And he wasn't there to print it for them. And oh, the printer no. was there. And everything was there set up in his bedroom, as it had been. And they decided, we can do this. If Chad can do this, we can do well, this. Hello. How hard is yeah. it? Yeah, it can't be that complicated. So they printed it, and <laughs> they went to the convenience store bought some stuff and as they left the cashier noticed that there was something odd about the money oh no they forgot to print the back side oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) it only had the face of the 20 on it that's hysterical oh my gosh (laughs) so all they had to do was watch where those guys went back to the house and then they called the police so the police came (laughs) and then they raided the house of course sure and and then they found everything drugs and but mostly they were interested in the printer later when they decided yeah. they needed more money yeah. paper clip it together yeah <laughs> oh uh, my gosh that's yeah. hysterical it really is <laughs> was he laughing when he was telling oh, you he, this he, was he he really wasn't laughing right okay right because he was looking at like 20 years for this so it but then when when he when he said i started laughing and then, and then he's like, "Yeah, you're right." He's like, "But I wasn't. I wasn't the one that did it. I wouldn't have made that mistake." <laughs> I said, "Wow, you need some smarter friends." Yeah, yeah. You, do. Or, <laughs> you need to change your friend group. Don't change yes. your path on counterfeiting. Just change your friend yeah, group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Don't Lock change your, your behavior. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, exactly. So, oh my gosh, that's hysterical. It was so funny. And I I really like that guy. And of all my clients, they're both, he was like so flirty with me. And I am usually like never 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 tempted, but seriously, uh-huh. the guy was so so funny that I thought it's a good thing he's going away cuz I'd probably be tempted <laughs> to go out with this guy cuz he was just so hilarious. He, his and perspective he's generous. Of everything. He would have just, <laughs> yes. just made it for you. Yes. Need yeah. 100? Here's 520s. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. That's so, crazy. It is really, really crazy. But uh, so as time went on, every time I'd go there, he would tell me funny stuff about guys getting in fights in the jail. And, and I remember one time he had scratches on his arms. And I was like, what in the world happened to you in here? Yeah, yeah. And he said, well, there was a new kid in here that ha- didn't know, like, how things were going, how, how this, how the jail works. Right. And, and there was a guy that, and, and they really do, like, I think I've told you before, they kind of choose gangs. Like, yes. you get to say what, who you're, who you belong with and what, and this gang was trying to get this kid in line, basically. And so they were going to beat him. Okay. And Chad, being that he was fairly experienced with jail and people, yeah. and he was a pretty muscly guy, actually. He was he was okay. pretty tough. Like, he was funny, but he was pretty tough. 
And, sure. And and that was another thing that I that I was attracted to about him that he looked out for the underdog that he looked out sure. for someone that like was weaker and didn't understand the right. system. Mm-hmm. And instead of becoming like another victimizer to this kid, he was helping him. Mm-hmm. And so he told me how they were on their way in to like the cafeteria lunch area. I don't know if mm-hmm. they call it a cafeteria, but they were on their way in to eat. And he could see that this big poly guy had a pencil that he had turned into, like sharpened and turned it, he was going to shank this kid. And my client, like, turned around and, like, just cold cocked this guy. I mean, I said, because my client was only probably 5'7", not much taller than I was, but really, really husky. And I said, oh my gosh, like, Polly's are huge. Yeah. Like, as a they're general like a rule, they're, they're yeah. like husky, mm-hmm. hefty. I'd be terrified. And mm-hmm. and I said, "What? how did you dare do that? And he said, when I was a kid, I, I, I boxed golden gloves. And I was actually really, really good. I was one of the best. So I know how to hit. And he said, I hit him like one time right on bam. the chin. And mm-hmm. bam, the guy went down cold. And as soon as he went down cold, his buddies like jumped Chad. Sure. And that's how Chad got the scratches. I mean, it looked like, seriously, like a cat fight. Like, wow, oh, wow. oh my gosh, it was scary. Mm-hmm. To me, it was scary. And Chad, it was like, hey, are you kidding? You think I was just going to let them, like, he said they would have killed yeah. that kid. That kid, yeah. that, I don't think he would have survived what they were planning no. to do with Mm-mm. him. And I, like, fast, to me, like, that world, I've told, I've told everyone before how it's so primitive. Yes. And, and it really is. So when mm-hmm. when I had someone that was looking out for someone, that, yeah, it's violent and awful, but I I respected that he did that because yeah. I, I think that's what we need to do is reach out, help people, try to protect people. Those are the did weaker have, than us. Did the kid ever know that this guy was coming at him? Oh, was he even aware? He had told Chad, like, hey, these guys are, I, I don't know, Chad... He'd talked with Chad about it before. Oh, okay. And Chad was like, "Yeah, watch your back, kid. Like, yeah, these these guys, they're they're coming. They're they're thinking that they're going to teach you a lesson. Yeah, like you got to be careful. You got to be careful." And then Chad happened to be there, and and I don't know if he just happened to be there. If Chad was seriously like, sure, keep like, an eye open, really yeah. looking out for this kid, or or what, or if it was yeah. a coincidence, probably not a total coincidence, but no. So I really liked Chad. Yeah. Yeah, he's had big time drug problems, but sure. but there were some really cool things about him. And he would joke, I'd show up at the jail and he'd be like, "Hey, are you busy Thursday night?" And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> why are are you getting out?" Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> "You're going to be in here for a while." Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was just it was actually really cute. He was a very yeah. charming guy. As bad as he was, like he would, could have been something out of a movie. Like he was so funny, and yeah. he's like one of those bad guys in a movie that you know they're bad, but, but you, <laughs> but you, but you cheer for them. Yes, uh-huh. you, yeah, and you, and you're you like, to, yeah. no, you really out. want them yeah. to do well. You want them to not get caught by the police. Like, yeah. please don't mm-hmm. get caught. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's how I felt with Chad. I really, really wanted to help him. So to explain to Jack what Chad had done to help this kid and stuff, it just seemed like. Jack didn't really care. Okay. I don't. I don't know. It's like he, 
It's like, what does that have to do with our case? What does that have to do with our yeah, plea? Yeah, does that tie well, in? Yeah. To me, it had everything to do with it because it shows who, what his character is. And I, I right. love that about him. But thankfully, so to me, when I got to know Chad better, the more I wanted to make sure that we got a good result for Chad. And I do think we did get a pretty good result for him. We did take a plea. There was there was not much defense for that. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I thought print- that you had stupid friends. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the printer's in his room. The every all of the the paper is yeah. in his room. The the money there were stacks of other stacks of money that was partially printed, sitting oh my there. Gosh. So, so the only thing the only thing that was left is did, did you have ink on your fingertips? Exactly. Because everything else was there. It, yeah, his fingerprints all over yeah. the twenties from the wedding. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh my uh, gosh. So we took a plea on that. And he pled guilty and got four years. But what was really cool is that we helped him get in a drug program, which I really, really helped him. And I never did hear from him because I try really hard to put some distance with my clients. Yeah. Yeah. You Um, don't want to meet him on a Thursday night. No. No. No, As funny as he is. Yeah. Yeah. So that was Chad's story, but I never did hear from him again. So I think, meaning I didn't, we didn't have to have him as a client. So I think he did have some success, at least for a period of time. Well, I hope so, yeah. Went on to, like like the Catholics say, go and sin no more. So Yes, yes. <laughs> so hopefully that's what he did. But that is my oh tell of Funny Money. Thank you for listening to Pamela Private Eye.